Greg, do you want to bring us in? Into the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Sure. What do I need? What do you I want? thought you were just going to quack a lot. I, honestly, quack, that was quack, such a good quack, setup. Quack, 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 win, quack, win, quack, win, quack, win, quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> this the, sometimes the bits write themselves. Uh, we'll be quacking a lot in this episode, as you guys know. I don't know how to start the podcast yet, so it'll either be Greg quacking a lot or something along the lines of "Welcome to Late to the Movies." My name is Ben Holt, and this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Every week, we'll pick a movie that either I or one of them haven't seen before and really should have by now. This week, if you couldn't tell by all the quacking, is Mighty Ducks. And if you also couldn't tell because that's the name, you clicked on it. You saw the name of the episode. <laughs> I always think that part's weird. It's like, I mean, you do have to intro the movie at some point, but you guys can read. That's fair. You don't know that. Yeah, you, you actually know don't know that. I don't know how you got there with that, <laughs> that part, but... We just lost all of our blind listeners. I assume they have some kind of thing that would have read it out to them uh, so they knew to pick this episode. No, it's just a <laughs> fucking gamble for them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if that's it, the case, I, I apologize. <laughs> Um, as you've already heard on this episode, we've got Greg. Hey. And Robbie. Hola. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Mighty Ducks. But first, before we get to all the quacking, let's talk about anything you guys have seen recently. You both were on the last episode, so I guess just in the last week, anybody catch up on anything? I watched the very first episode of Moon Knight. Nice. And I haven't watched any of the Disney Marvel like um TV series either. I don't know why I watched that today. It's they've been they've been pretty good. It's funny you say that because I went to go watch the Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus and it was like Moonlight and like uh, Moon <laughs> Moon Knight, very different than Moonlight. Dude, but I was Disney's like, what's, Moonlight. What the, yeah. what's Moon Knight? So, on Disney Plus. <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out. It looked like a Deadpool knockoff, but I was like, all right, that's that's interesting. I, I didn't see the trailer. Just the guy looks like Deadpool, but oh, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Moon Knight, and I think that's why I was like, oh, you know, I feel like all the other TV series they put out like were characters I knew, and I was like, oh, I don't really care for watching this. Um, but this is like a new one, and they advertised it pretty hard. It kept popping up in the thing, and I had nothing going on for about an hour today. So I was like, oh, I'll, why not? I thought that too, but WandaVision at least was very good. I was like, how are they going to make this a good show? It's just like pretend scarlet witch isn't in it and like even without her being scarlet witch it would be a good show it's just it had a good plot it's tough right because i mean vision and and wanda had been in what four or five of the biggest movies of all time before this tv show yeah whereas this is i mean oscar isaac's been in a lot of big movies too but the character hasn't so um that's that's the moon knight himself oscar isaac honestly i think that was another thing too i actually i really like oscar isaac so i was like oh okay yeah oscar isaac he's the most handsome He's super handsome. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll check this out. Super handsome. I don't know if you guys have seen it either, but his character. His face is like completely covered most of the show, right? I imagine. I, in the first episode, it's not. You know, that's the the reveal. He like, you know, um, they got to give him a little bit of an origin. But he, his, in the first episode, he plays this really like not someone who would be a handsome person. He's like kind of awkward and odd and like stuff like that so i was like oh this is kind of interesting for him nice. but yeah I, I enjoyed it i'll probably watch the rest at some point cool cool yeah robbie you see anything recently? i am almost done with community i nice. said on the last podcast i started watching it i'm on season five it's very good just do they have all the seasons because it kind of got weird at the end the last season was on yahoo screen which doesn't even exist anymore so. Th- they do have all the seasons on netflix i think it's, it's only seven s- seven i think it's six 
I'll have to look that up. There's there's six on Netflix. Um, but it's getting really good. There's a lot of uh interesting cameos from people. Uh Nathan Fillion was on it, just like as a random character in it. But when I first saw him, I was like, wait, is that Nathan Fillion or is that Pedro Pascal? And then it was Nathan Fillion, but it made me realize for the Firefive reboot, they should get Pedro Pascal. That would be so fun. He's another guy I, I'm always happy to see him in basically anything. Yes. So watch the bubble. He's in the bubble. Oh, he, oh my God. They really <laughs> packed that in with people, huh? God, everyone's in the bubble. Uh, they're all in the bubble. They're wow. all in the bubble. They fit them all in there. Oh, man. That's it, though. Okay, cool. Well, what do you as, got, Ben? As you guys know, anytime we watch a movie for the podcast, I have to watch a different movie that has the same initials. So last night I watched Mulholland Drive, mm-hmm. uh, David Lynch's... 2001 classic Mulholland Drive uh just Mulholland Drive oh does uh, that count yeah I think so if you if you said Mighty Ducks I would know what you were talking about so I think it still counts uh but yeah David Lynch's Mulholland Drive um it was a bad idea because I, I don't know if you guys have seen it before but it is no. one of the best movies <laughs> ever made <laughs> I love it so much and it's all I want to talk about now and now and I watched Mighty Ducks first and now it's like I guess I'll talk about Mighty Ducks and not... They're on par, right? About equal. Easily easily one of the most interesting and talk-out-able movies ever. Like, after you watch it, you just want to grab someone and be like, talk to me about this. But uh, it'd be weird if I just monologued about it for a while. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, just in, I, I looked around just in case you guys were like, no, go for it. I haven't I, seen I, it. I, I want to hear about it for 15 minutes. No, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, 15 isn't enough, so we'll do it at some other time. There you go. We can make it an episode. Uh, but Is yeah, it great, old? Great movie, 2001. Um, it's old enough. Do they quack? Quack. Quack, quack, quack. They don't quack. Quack. I'm out. It's so freaking good. It's only movies with people quacking. One last thing, Moon Knight. Surprisingly violent. (laughs) Right? I, Which is fine, but I I like it. It gave me almost like Daredevil vibes, like the Netflix series. Those were probably- The Dan Affleck movie? No, no, the Netflix series. Jennifer Garner's in it? No. (laughs) No. Daredevil was more violent. plays Bullseye? No. (laughs) It might- Or Gambit? This one could get more violent. I don't remember. Um, But Moon Knight was surprisingly violent. Like, a lot of people were getting shot and stuff. And it's always funny because I'm like, oh, this is on Disney+. Plus. You know, my kid was watching, like, Turning Red this morning. And now I'm watching people get, like, shot and, like, murdered. This guy's walking on glass for some reason. I don't know what's happening. So if this is Moon Knight, does that make him like a Disney knight? Like we had Disney princesses, Disney princes, so now we have a Disney knight? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yes. But yeah, so I was, and I watched Mighty Ducks like the day before this, and I was surprised to see them opening with like a guy drink, like drunk driving, like, bam, here we go. Disney movie. We're going to open our scene. He's getting smashed in his car. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I really loved it. It's like, you've really we screwed got, up. Wait, your- hold on. Don't start talking about the movie yet. We haven't done the thing. The thing. Quack, 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 quack. You know, you guys know we had to do a one minute plot summary first. Oh, if we if we're transitioning. When he quacks, should I like balance it with the win 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 thing, or does that like create a craziness in the? I don't think it creates a craziness in this. More just in the room. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, we want that vibe. We want that crazy duck energy. Yeah, he's got the duck energy, but I gotta combat it so he gets more duck energy. Okay, I guess you're gonna bring some hawk energy. Hawk, hawk, hawk. Well, no, they're saying wind. 
Uh, you scree, 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 scree. All right. uh, just continuity. Hey, Robbie might not have watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, it Greg, you Rob, to Rob, D- DuckTales, right? Robbie, yeah. Robbie's convinced that Gordon's the bad guy. Um, <laughs> Those poor hawks. I, I actually <laughs> do hawks. I do have a theory that Gordon's the bad guy. But okay. Okay, I do too. I do too. Let's set it up. Um, <laughs> well, let's set it up. So, at a point in time, this might have been the movie I had seen the most. And that point in time was by the time I was. I don't know, maybe six or seven. Um, but you guys had never seen this before, which is kind of crazy to me. But oh, I, I, I saw it, it like when I was younger. Um, okay, I probably remembered zero of it, rewatching it. Cool. And Greg just had never seen it before. No, obviously okay. I've heard of the Mighty Ducks and even not seeing it, I knew like the plot over like. You probably line. knew there was somebody named Goldberg, maybe. I don't know. I feel like he's a rememberable. No, no. Yeah. I know. Any, I wouldn't didn't know any of the names of anyone. All kids' sports movies have have a fat goalie, and I feel like everybody like that everyone calls their by their last name. Talked about Goldberg for some reason, and he's also know. in Heavyweights, right? We can we'll talk about Heavyweights some coming this summer Heavyweights episode. Look out <laughs> for it. Uh, we'll do a summer camp month. We'll see. Uh, I should say this is Sports Month because I didn't say until the end of the last episode, <laughs> and we're doing uh, all kinds of sports movies. We're tackling all kinds of sports movies. Uh, today we're checking into hockey for the third sport that we'll cover. This one is the first kind of traditionally structured sports movie, I feel like. Uh, Greg, it's a clean first time for you. Do you want to do the honors? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, uh, whenever you're ready. Get the power play for a minute. Oh, Nice. Cool. So our movie starts with a little kid missing a game-winning hockey shot, being horribly disappointed. We cut to him as an adult. He's a lawyer. He's getting uh, charged with drunk driving. He's got to do some community service. And oh no, he's got to coach a peewee hockey team. And he doesn't like hockey anymore because he missed that shot. Oh no. And he doesn't like these kids either. Oh no. But then before we know it, oh, he loves these kids. He's falling in love with one of their moms. (laughs) It's great. But then something goes wrong. They hear him say something that he didn't mean. They are don't want to play. Seconds. All of a sudden, he fixes it. Now they're in the playoffs. They win all their games. They're facing the team that's exclusively like evil children. <laughs> and they, they beat him. They win. And now he he's not a lawyer anymore. He's going to be a minor league hockey player. <laughs> oh, and he, he gets the mom. He does get the mom. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much what happened. Um, famously, when we did the first Godfather, Robbie, you went and watched all the other Godfathers too. Did you do the same thing with the Mighty Ducks franchise? I, I didn't. Community has me by the short ones. So I, okay. I got to finish that first. I did want to go watch the second one because I was like, I can't remember. I've seen them all. I've seen yeah. all the way through D3, but I can't remember if the relationship with the mom sticks because if it doesn't, that kid is going to, oh my God, that's just devastating. Oh, she warned him specifically shit. about this. That's fucked up. <laughs> no way. Really? Oh, no. Nah, and then, I mean, not, not full, not, not by no, because there's someone else, right? In D2? I thought there was. That's why I was like, I was like, wait, oh, no. they end this with him like kissing her in front of like all of the hockey team. And I and know the he, son is like a half a foot away and way too into it. And like yeah, he's way too into it. I, I know that he continues teaching the same hockey team. And I also had like a vague memory of another woman. So I was like, hopefully they just in, in D2. Because. It's like the PR lady, right? Because there's like a PR lady because they're representing America with these random reject kids from Minnesota. <laughs> I think so. Oh, D2's no. great. D- D2's better than this, but we had to do this one first. Or- this fair. That checks out. So you didn't, you, but you didn't watch them all, even though you did that same one thing with the God. Well, now are you saying that you thought the Godfather was better than this? <laughs> I 
I did. I don't yeah. know. Should we wait to the end for this that? This would That's be like, like two or three for me of the best uh, best picture nominees this year. Godfather's still around seven. <laughs> I'm gonna bring this I up make the same jokes every episode. I'm gonna bring it up in every episode I'm in from now on. Oh man, I mean, it was no the bubble, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was no the bubble. Uh, D two legit good. I think uh, you might like it more. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, fresh eyes on it. Both of you guys, what'd you guys think? It was fine. <laughs> it was a kids' sports movie. Like as soon as I saw that opening scene which they don't make scenes like that anymore right yes <laughs> but as soon as i saw that he misses that shot as a kid and he like falls on the ground i'm like he's an adult lawyer and i know the plot is he has to coach a team unwillingly i'm like this is going to end with him having another kid make this same shot and this kid's going to make it this time i almost for a split second when the guy was like anyone on the ice could take the shot and like keep in mind i've seen this i was like I swear to God, if they have Michael J. Fox takes the shot because he was like technically on the ice, that's, that's what the rest of the said. right now. Like, anyone on we'll the ice, I was like, that would be hilarious. Mike, Michael J. Fox, isn't that who? No, this is the jock from Breakfast Club. Oh. I don't know his name. Emilio honest. Estevez. Oh shit! Come on, they look alike, right? Not really. Uh, Michael J. Fox is like two feet shorter than him, I think. <laughs> Yeah, this is Emilio Estevez. He's a very famous guy. Wow, I thought he was Michael J. Fox the entire time. He looks exactly like his dad. But I didn't think of that, and that would have been fucking awesome (laughs) if anyone on the ice and he comes out. (laughs) It would have been really good, too, because he's all about like the shady technicalities. I was like really hoping for it, but I was like, no, this is a college humor bit. This isn't the way a Disney movie is. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Emilio Estevez, I think he's pretty actually pretty good at this. Um, well, uh, what else is he in besides um, Breakfast Club? Uh, well, I feel I'm, like I haven't seen him in like D two Mighty Ducks, um, Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which just came out in the last couple years on Disney Plus. Okay, um, on non Mighty Duck related movies. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's in a ton of shit. I wasn't like ready with the Emilio stuff because I didn't think it would be such a point of contention. When I say he looks just like his dad, and this his dad's Martin Sheen, his brother's Charlie Sheen. We know this. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, their last names are Estevez. He's the only one who kept it for a stage name. Interesting. Yep. I'm gonna look up pictures of Michael J. Fox. <laughs> he doesn't look like this. <laughs> look up pictures of Martin Sheen, his dad. He, this is, I think, the most Emilio Estevez ever looks like him. But yeah, Breakfast Club, St. Elmo's Fire, Outsiders, you know, Repo oh, Man. Okay. <laughs> okay, they look nothing alike. Maximum Overdrive, if you want to. Wait, wait, wait. No, look, see, young Michael J. Fox. He has a different head I don't, and face. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> not even from far away. All right, he does have a different. Michael J. Fox is very compact. I don't think it's the worst comparison I've ever heard or anything. Okay. Oh, yeah, they are very different. All right. I didn't expect this to be already off the rails this much. <laughs> oh yeah, we're done. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so yeah, the opening scene though, I had the same thought. I was like, I didn't realize the uh, the stakes were gonna be this high for a Pee Wee hockey league. Like it was just dead. Him like falling on the ground on his knees. Oh. Single spotlight where they're like, "Hey, yes. let's make sure the entire audience sees this kid having his first mental like breakdown." To, to show us that it was in the past, it's like foggy for some reason, and it's in like the whole scene's in like slow mo. The reason uh, this movie was almost two hours was because of all the slow-mo they added in. <laughs> well, because that's what it looked like in the 70s. Yeah. The game sped up a lot since then. <laughs> so, 
the coach of the Hawks in 1973 looks older than he does in 1992, right? Because yes. his hair, they they style his hair in a certain yes, way. He got younger. He got somehow younger. He got all that sweet youth hockey money, and he made, could start to like take in care twenty. Of what is it? Twenty years? It goes yeah, by basically twenty years. They they make no attempt to make him look any different. It was really confusing for me because I always forget I that it's not that it is the same guy. Yes. So it's really confusing for me every time. Maybe he just seems younger because he's hip the way he pops his collar every time all, he talks. All the time. I could not take him seriously every time he... Every time he, he didn't have a mustache to twirl, so he was just popping his collar. And everything he says is at least vaguely evil, too, and then he pops his collar, and I'm like... Yeah. I, I love... And then, so like at the, and That's got, basically the main point I wanted to hit, is that guy looks younger in 1992. He did. He got younger. I, I love it. And he's so full of himself. I love, he's like to Michael J. Fox, he's like, and look at yourself now. And I'm like, it's Emilio Estevez. Shit. <laughs> okay. Just edit, just badly edit over every time I say that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I know why you think, because Michael J. Fox is Canadian and it's about hockey, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And then every time, but he would fit in Emilio, Emilio Estevez's Estevez. like, I'm not going to lie. The entire time I've ever seen this movie, I thought it was Michael J. Fox. Like, this is not a new thought for me so it's just like yeah. it's gonna take I'm a little really bit. excited to hear the playback on this every time I've seen this movie I've always thought it was Emilio Estevez <laughs> paste, paste it right over. I would love that <laughs> but uh he's like look, look at you now and I was like look at him now he's a lawyer and you're still a hockey coach <laughs> you never was like I guess he quit when he was like 10 like what was what life was he throwing away what are you doing man like you go home and drink is this a, a full-time job for you <laughs> like, yeah. this is this, community yeah, service. Community he service. doesn't have to do any recruiting. It's entirely <laughs> geographically like sorted. If we don't win, none of you are on the team next year. Well, who's going to be on the team, man? How many hockey kids live in your division? Yeah, you got like twenty kids All in the this other exact coaches are age volunteer, bracket. man. Just like Our you. Court ordered. <laughs> I just love the first time you see the Hawks too. They're doing this like really crazy, like almost military like movements on the ice. Like, yeah. I'm like what the hell is going on? They're like very evil. It's why it's why it's a lot easier to kind of get on the wavelength of D2, I think, because once you accept that everything in this movie happened, <laughs> then you can just be like, okay, people are taking it seriously, but it's like national teams, even though it's youth and it's like the goodwill games, at least like Okay, it's national teams. I can get why there's a little more spotlight. Uh, Gordon Bombay is like famous in the second one, which is one of the plot points. Yeah, you know, he didn't play hockey since he was 10, and then he just made it in the minors. Yeah, well, he has like a horrible injury is how D2 starts, and that's why he like comes back to coach. He said he was going to come back no matter what. Well, yeah, that would he would <laughs> lie. <was> a lie. <laughs> he lied. Like how he told the mom he'd stay with her. <laughs> yeah, oh. he never came back. <laughs> He's a lawyer, Rob. They go over how sleazy he is. I think he ends up with, um, <laughs> oh, God, I always forget her name. Heather Lauren, Lauren Graham, whatever. Lauren Graham, right? She's the... Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Mrs. She's J. Fox. No, <laughs> I was gonna say this is don't ask Robbie. <laughs> from Gil, she's like the main character in Gilmore Girls, and she's like the lady in Bad Santa. Um, huh. and she's Emilio Estevez's, I guess, like love interest in the the series on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so they get Not back Charlie's together. Mom. Do um. <laughs> Aside Get from back together with who? No, this is a new character. <laughs> oh. What are we talking about? <laughs> Emilio Estevez, apparently. Apparently. 
Aside from uh, what's his name? There's uh, the magic German. You didn't mention him in your plot summary. Oh, I know that. I have lots of notes on the Scandinavian. Magic they had to make that clear because his name was Hans, and we did not like Germany at that. T- well, no, did we? We did. That was fine. In the '90s, who cares? Yeah. Um, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he had a big sign that said Vilkum in, in his thing, but that could be. Besides, um, I do love that, that Fulton, guy. which is uh, Eldon Henson or something like that. Yeah. Are, are any of these other kids famous at this point? Are they around still? At that point or today? Today. Sure. One of them just went to jail in a very high profile case of fake <laughs> uh, hate crime. I didn't mean that kind of famous. Wait, Justin Solmet. So, was it Emilio Estevez? <laughs> Yeah, Jesse Smollett is one of the two black kids in the movie. Part of the very cool named Oreo line. The very coolly named Oreo line, yeah. Um, that was sarcasm for our viewers at home. That really yeah. like was like a slap in the face. When the bad kids called them that, I was like, oh, okay, they're bad kids. And then when Emilio Estevez said, get on in there, Oreo line, I was like, that's not okay. Yeah, they they can use it. <laughs> Because they're brothers, right? Even though they don't yeah. look the same. Yes, and um, on the same hockey team. Right, yeah. The one who, yeah, he he's the one who doesn't talk as much. I think okay. his brother talks more. Yes. Gotcha. He's the one that calls people cake eaters. Yeah, he's the one who calls people cake eaters. <laughs> okay, what is, what is and that? And then the main kid's Joshua Jackson, who's like still famous today. He ended up being in Dawson's Creek, and now he's like still in shows today. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Was well, he Dawson? He was not, uh, he was Pacey. And then, um, I know. Well, here's the button in this, and then now he's like a sex symbol for a lot of people. Weird. Oh, but cake eaters, I'm assuming, was like a play on like the let them eat cake. So he was calling them like you rich think people. That, you think this kid was making a Marie Antoinette <laughs> reference? I mean, I can't think. Like, maybe he didn't know what it was from, but a, maybe that was a popular thing to call rich people back then. <laughs> yeah, I would rather I think he know. was a man of culture. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt like I couldn't recognize most of those actors. Well, there's a lot of them, too, obviously, because yeah. the team's really big. So I was like, And then oh. the Goldberg kid was in a few other things um he's also in heavyweights in d2 keenan thompson's in it he's also in heavyweights carp in this movie is like the main kid in heavyweights so i think there's just like this group of kids who all (laughs) continued into heavyweights (laughs) nice a few years later i assume that was a boxing movie when you first said the title but now i'm getting some kind of camp vibe yes okay good news we can do heavyweights you haven't seen it before no (laughs) i haven't seen it either we just must have been doing different things because I, I watched a lot of TV as a kid and it was just on all the time. I grew up in just the city, like, dude. Just like my... This city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like the city. Yeah. I had more important things to do. You had to stay alive. Stay yeah. alive. Yeah. No, I just wandered the streets aimlessly. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> like too bad. most of the youth in the city. <laughs> they didn't have TV, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, we were Fall too River poor. didn't get TV till 2005. Exactly. I, I think everything we've done will have to cut down to about four and a half minutes of content. <laughs> all so all that's in here so far is me so, doing the synopsis. Yeah, and quacking. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Win, win. Maybe that's oh. what we'll do every time Robbie calls him Michael J. Fox. We'll just put you quacking over it. <laughs> yeah. If, had you done the synapses, Robbie, I was going to start quacking really quietly and then just get louder and louder. Oh, would have been a good bit. <laughs> would have been a really good bit. Let's talk about Emilio Estevez. Uh, Gordon Bombay is one of the best sports movie names ever. As soon as they say his name, I was like, 
holy shit, like what? This is it's it's a really good match for like a movie character and sport, right? Because yeah. like of course he's a hockey player. Yeah. Great freaking name. I don't know, man. Billy Bean from Moneyball. That's also It's a, a real person. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's real though, right? <laughs> they didn't have to come up with that. All right. Our fine. boy Gordy over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's wicked good. So good. Uh, we start with some just like, I guess this is what kids in Minnesota were doing also, is just like walking around pranking people with bags of shit. I love that. <laughs> Poop dollar? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that too. That's another scene too that I was like, they don't make scenes like this anymore too. When they have the kids like fast forward running. Well, an I was adult, like, this yeah, is yeah. classic like 90s like bit right here. Where like an adult is about to like beat the shit out of some <laughs> children. Well, yeah. I meant more the way it was filmed though, where they like, Speed it up in like a really yeah way. yeah it gets pretty goofy it gets pretty Benny Hill um I think yeah it's one of those things where like I feel like quicksand in cartoons and children's programming going off there's always just that sort of like ambiguous like I'm gonna get you kind of chase thing like what was that adult gonna do if he caught up to them yeah he was kill them the I hell guess. out of some kids <laughs> right like nothing right that's yeah. not that's not Yell part of it right right. And same thing, like so many kids things I watched growing up, and I'm sure it's still the case today. Someone's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And there's just like a chase. Yes. But they never get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, like I said, that and then the very first scene, too, when he's a kid. In order to let you know this was the past, there's like a fog machine going like full blast. <laughs> that was another like 90s thing, it's I feel past, like. It's the past, man. Yeah, it's the past. It's got to be like foggy, you know they what I mean? They also did the spitting newspapers a lot, which I loved. <laughs> yeah. It's like, front page of the Minnesota Times. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, where are they getting all these Buey sports writers from? <laughs> District 5, under 11, hockey Regular wins, season coverage, not even the playoffs. Game. <laughs> Headline. Yeah. Second to last team in this random division. Now one in nine. <laughs> All five of our readers love it. It is funny because I see that those those like things and I'm like, now you look at me like this is like not good. But at the same time, I'm like kind of like this you know what i mean it's a little nostalgic like i understand why they don't do it anymore because it does not look good really yeah it sets it up well media is a big part of t2 so they're just seeding that obviously that makes sense yeah they're getting yeah wow uh and this is this is my fault because i said let's talk about emilio estevez then i was like how about that bag of shit so i um that's my fault but since we didn't really zero in this would be a good time to mention the original treatment for this movie was way more adult oriented it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a kids movie it was supposed to be about the gordon bombay character who because of substance abuse issues flames out of the nhl um disney buys it and is like let's make it a kids movie and they put in a lot of the slapsticky elements and the fart jokes and they change it from this guy flames out because of substance abuse issues to this guy is court ordered to coach a peewee hockey team but they do keep the dui which i appreciate that that uh, disney I, wouldn't today i mean not yeah, even joking disney. like it just wouldn't be part of no it. disney movie today you do not open with a dui like or like if you do you have it like kind of subtle so that like kids don't quite understand but they were just like yeah let's have him drinking while he's driving right now and not even like he got drunk and got in the car he's in, in the, the car, car still drinking yeah and drinking I, and i feel like a lot of the darker elements and maybe this is just it might be a stretch and maybe they completely scrubbed it and wrote an entirely new thing. But I feel like 
some of the more serious elements remain, namely Gordon Bombay is kind of an asshole. <laughs> the whole movie, he's kind yes. of an asshole, which I appreciate because, you know, that's how lawyers are in real life. Yes and no. Like his like court case where the dog, the, the like head lawyer was like, you know, you got to learn to play fair. And like the DA was all pissed at him. Like it didn't seem like he was doing anything that shady. He was just like bringing up the witnesses character. And they're like, what are you doing? You can't do that. And he's like, yes, I can. And, and the last time you said I couldn't, you got like in trouble by uh, appeal. Like, I feel like he was in the right there. And everyone's like, no, he was cheating. I don't think you're using cheating right. He was cheating later in the movie. I don't think anyone said he was cheating. He was just being an asshole. Yeah. Right. And what, what his boss tells him is like, Basically, you were winning anyway. You don't have to gloat. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You All know, right. Don't don't spike the ball. Basically. Yeah, that's what oh, he said. He, yeah. Don't spike the ball. I got you. Yeah, pretty much. Like we, you know, winning is fine, but don't be an asshole. It is kind of. <laughs> but then it turns out win, that guy win, is an win, asshole. Win, win, win. Yeah. <laughs> that guy who is benevolent for the first half of the movie and his final scene reveals his true colors, as all lawyers are. Although, an like, to be fair, that whole scene where they're like, I know a lot of lawyers who they're nice people. Some of them, it's <laughs> they're nice people. Some of them. not this guy. That that whole scene though, like they're like, hey, this kid, he's been playing with this team the whole year, and we're gonna have it changed next year. Can you just keep playing with the team? And he's like, no, that's she. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that fits into the narrative of like, like he has his friends and his teammates and like, you okay. looked up the district I think, maps. I was going to say, I think the implication there is that they knew it was incorrect, but like no one called them on it. Okay. Because they changed the map that the previous year or whatever. So that scene in particular, I like. Either way, I'm like, this has nothing to do. This kid has no part of any of this. And fucking Gordy is just coming over here ruining this kid's day. He's like, all his friends are in this league. And he's like, well, too bad. Too bad. His and brother, my team doesn't even want him. Yeah, my <laughs> team's going to be a dick to him. <laughs> my team doesn't want him. We don't want him on your team, though. I want him playing against his friends. <laughs> or he can't play hockey he anymore. Can't play at all. He can I think, care about this so much, I'm going to lose my job on purpose. I'm going to lose my job and ruin this little kid's fucking whole year probably <laughs> yeah the stakes are always super high for at random times for these legitimate for these you know actual children <laughs> yeah how old is this This kid's like 10 <laughs> he has no say in what's happening right now and this guy's just... looking at him like oh, he could go all the way i don't know if you know that yet <laughs> if he could he probably wouldn't be playing in this league with against these kids he'd be somewhere else <laughs> He'd be in like a hockey academy in Canada or something. <laughs> or the United States Developmental Program, which is, he wouldn't be fucking playing here. Yeah. but fucking, And then like the other kid, Fulton, who they bring in, they're like, yeah, he's got some scholarships already. It's like, I think he's 12. I don't know that he does. <laughs> well, that, that character, though, he looked like he was like 17 years old. I was like, I'm glad they let this like adult play with the 10 year old. I'm not sure, too, if it just seemed that way. But- were the Hawks like a foot tall in the other team? <laughs> yeah, that's just sports movie stuff. I, I think um, I liked it a lot. Maybe they do it like the youth basketball league in Somerset growing up did it by grade, not by age. And there was one year that there was this kid who had stayed back three times. <laughs> And he was like the best player in the league because <laughs> he was like legitimately like six five, and it was like a, it was I think like a eighth grade and under league or whatever. That's amazing. They did say something about, he was like, yeah, he's got scholarships. He's just going to pass sixth grade first. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so maybe that's, maybe that's what happened with him. Scholarships. That's just what? how Minnesota school works. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe it was like a prep school or something. Is that even a thing? <laughs> I just, I love that you can get um, scholarships to like private schools. Like yeah, maybe that's what they were. That's, it really for. felt like they were talking about like Division One college football, <laughs> but whatever. The rules were looser back then. He's going to go to Notre Dame next year. It's like, he's 11. <laughs> I really like to, as soon as they um, put him on the ice and he starts hitting like the pucks around, I was Went like, this five. is... What is it? One out of five. Yeah. One out of five. Every time a puck went in, I was like, the fact that they haven't had it rip the net when it goes in as like their opening scene for this absolutely shocks me. Good restraint on their part. And then obviously building up to it. they're building up to it. Well, instead of ripping the net, he just blows through the glass divider, which I don't even think professional hockey players do. It happens sometimes on checks. It's it's just like a random thing. It, it, there's no like real rhyme or reason. I also why like the, how, you know, obviously they discover him after he hits the puck and it smashes the car window he makes him hit another one but into the other window <laughs> the car why it's not his car you don't care <laughs> yeah he i don't know anywhere. it was part of his punishment where he had to be driven around for a few months and still keep his salary while being a lawyer it was like oh the stakes were really high for you michael bombay <laughs> His name's Bombay. Gordon. <laughs> yeah, but the actor's Michael J. Fox. It's going to be really hard to edit all this out. I think I have to keep all of them. <laughs> Michael J. Bombay. <laughs> yeah, he'll just he'll say, Emilio Bombay. <laughs> Emilio Esta Bombay. <laughs> Bombay. Now that I know that um, it was supposed to be like an adult movie about like an NHL player a lot of it like, makes sense because there is like the, the drama name with makes him more and, sense too because yeah. I'm like wow they put a lot of thought into the, picking this name I feel like is more thought went into that than the whole plot of the movie because the name <laughs> is perfect <laughs> it's Mighty Ducks I did have a uh, note I don't like, think anyone ever says Mighty Ducks in this movie because they're just the ducks oh I meant Gordon's name Gordon uh, okay. Bombay I, was like, I don't know what we're no, talking his, about his name okay, that makes so, a lot more sense yes like, yeah, forget what I was saying the focus of the movie entirely you need a you need the name. Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. But I yes, did, I did notice that they don't, I don't think they ever say Mighty Ducks. Not till two. <laughs> I, I had a note in there too, like right at the beginning when the mom was like lecturing him about being on the ice. I was like, oh, okay. He's a guy. He doesn't like kids. He used to be a cold hearted lawyer. What is this, a Hallmark movie? And then they just continued to play out like exactly like Honestly, a Hallmark though, I, movie. When he was driving on the ice, I was like, why the fuck are you driving a car on the ice? Who cares how much you know about ice? <laughs> My whole thought process there was like, whoa, a car on the ice. What the hell is wrong with you? I was like, oh, wait, it's probably like one of those, like, you know, it's just cement That's underneath. What I was at first. And then the mom comes out and she's like, what? What are you doing on the ice? You, they could drown. I was like, oh my God, he's actually just out on a pond. <laughs> yeah, yeah a I, pond. I, I guess that's like a, like your first day coaching a peewee team. You like find the biggest kid and smash the lunch tray over his head to assert dominance. I guess that's what he's doing. He it's just a his car up there. And I just love it. And they think he's they're trying that he's trying to sell, sell them drugs. drugs. Like, yeah, yeah, drug dealers. And they then they think he's gonna shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, I'm your hockey coach. And they're like, no fucking way. You better prove it. Yeah. Like, why is this exchange like this? <laughs> I why did you just dare. show up? Hey kids, I'm your new hockey coach. Certainly someone told you about this. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your parents I have substance abuse issues. <laughs> and because they all none of them volunteered to coach. 
Now an unstable alcoholic is going to like <laughs> drive his car around the ice <laughs> while you're skating on it. <laughs> I love that. Did you also notice the driver, like even after he got fired, just stuck with the team for a reason that's never explained? The he driver's, was part of it. He's just like he doesn't have any lines I past the first twenty minutes of the movie, but he's in like Every most of it. the scenes. Like, yes. All the scenes were just like, why are you still here? Who's paying you to be here? For Every, love of the game. Every time he was at a practice, I was like, what are you doing here? And like, he like interacted with all the kids too. I was like, you'd, you you know, nowadays you'd need to pass like a background check. Like, you can't just come hang out with these kids. Yeah, was, <laughs> you can't just deputize yourself to be like, I'll go in the locker room. Yes. Like, no, you can't do that, buddy. No, who you got a weird mustache and you're not anyone's parent. You're, you're, so you're the coach's Uber driver and you want to come in the locker room. <laughs> Not to mention, so the coach drives that one kid home, and then they have a tickle fight outside the house. And I was the mom say, like looks out the window and smiles. The well. tickle mom fight. looks out the window, doesn't see the setup, only sees her child under attack. <laughs> like, oh, look at them bonding. Yeah. I was gonna say nowadays that's called grooming. We don't do that. Don't <laughs> it's a do big that. issue. So there was a whole thing about this. I think that, his name that was mom Sandusky. was thirsty. It's, that mom was really thirsty for Emilio. <laughs> yes. Which, uh, Amelia's a handsome guy. Handsome I guy. get that. It's too bad about the Parkinson's. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, clearly not a ton of familiarity, but you did mention he's the Breakfast Club guy, so you've seen him at least in yeah. something else. Um, kind yeah, of a I, dick in that, too. Yep, exactly. Yeah. He tapes that guy's butt together. Um, <laughs> yes. I forgot. I forgot why he was there. Yep, that's why he's there. Yep. Um, His origin stories are so, like, just not that sad. <laughs> like, look at my number two banner. <laughs> when I was nine years old and this guy who has a fucking picture of Dorian Gray in his goddamn wallet is... Mm. You know, whatever. It doesn't I matter. Got second place they... and it killed my father. <laughs> second... Man, I wish they'd take that banner down. Like, I'm sure that's under your control, buddy. <laughs> second place in the state champions. It makes me sick to look at it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I really like, too, that he associates it with the death of his father for some reason. <laughs> that year was the... terrible for me. Yeah. <laughs> I lost Two that equally one important game. things happened. Also, yeah. my dad died. Yeah. But we're only going to get flashbacks about that one penalty <laughs> <laughs> the two aren't related well i know but i just really love the kid too where he's like i only missed it by a quarter of an inch and he's like well it could have been a quarter of the inch the other way it's like yeah it doesn't it even hit the yeah it doesn't even hit the iron then um all that to say i think emilio estevez is good in this movie <laughs> he is it's kind of the thing that is his signature role not even kind of it is um, I'm sorry. Him on the poster with all the kids like pressed up against the glass, and him going like, "Get all over these guys." <laughs> um, that poster coming soon to our Instagram. I was going to say, <laughs> awesome. Uh, that'll be a fun one because it's just a bunch of kids with their fr- faces pressed against the glasses. We'll have a good time with that one. Um, just put us creepily in the background. <laughs> a couple interesting things: the team that they go to see, the Minnesota North Stars. This is, of course, their last season in Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, they, this movie comes out in October, 1992, 92, 93 season is the North stars last season. Then they moved to Dallas, uh, Minnesota wild are there now, but the North stars moved right after this movie came out. And I think the Hartford whalers, who's the team they play against in that game that the kids go to there, I think by the 95, 96, they are also leave Hartford. 
So just the kiss of death on this no. movie. Division five hockey team was like just breeding champs, I guess, though, because yeah. oh, I mean the Hawks. I'm sorry, because two of their players went on to be on the professional team for Minnesota. Apparently, yeah, I don't know. Weird, because Mike Madonna's like, yeah, I remember you from Pee Wee. Like, no, you don't. You definitely don't. You don't remember a guy from when you were ten. Who was pretty good. You were so good. And if you want to try out now as an adult, even though you haven't played, I can get you in. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's that's how it works. It's the kind of pull Mike Madonna had. I believe it. He was really good. Huh. Um, the Yeah. So they say Gordon scored 198 goals that season. Okay. And I think if you count it, the team makes it all the way to their regional final and plays... Less than 20 games. <laughs> yeah. So he was scoring a lot of goals. I was going to say there was not a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're 0-9 when Gordon takes over, mm-hmm. and they only play like six more games, right? Yeah, it's only like 15 games to the championship. Yeah, and then I don't know if there's a whole other season on like the state championship circuit or something. Wait. wait. But they said he oh, scored oh, like okay, almost okay. I see what you're goals. saying. I see what you're saying. I saying so he's averaging like, like 15 goals a game. <laughs> he's, hey, oh, you can't man. win big. <laughs> yeah. He really yeah, was no. the villain as the kid. <laughs> yes. The if, kids say that. No. You were a hawk. <laughs> it's probably also a weird thing. It's like because it's they're mad at him for being a hawk and like not telling them right after it's established that it's entirely geographically yes. based. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I grew up in that neighborhood. Sorry. Yeah. I was <laughs> My bad. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah Why are you mad about this? Just like, I need to be clear with you kids. None of us chose these teams. <laughs> the fact that all the good kids are on that team is purely coincidental. And then like the rom-com style <laughs> misunderstanding leading to almost yes. breakup thing. It's just like, well, you kids just don't understand sarcasm. I don't know what you want me to tell you. This is on you. You, you think You're I said you weren't? You. you really thought I meant when I said you weren't worth being alive? Or <laughs> you just I asked you if you understood what sarcasm was and you were immediately sarcastic. How did you not understand that this was a bit of bullshit? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Some of those kids... <laughs> They they don't deserve to live, as Gordon says. While we're talking about Gordon, he gets this is his penalty for drinking and driving, right? One crime. Good how many, well done penalty. How, how many crimes does he commit <laughs> with these children? Because it's a lot. Like immediately, probably child endangerment with the the car on the ice. The whole mall scene where he just has the whole hockey team just destroying the mall. Just in the nicest mall in Minnesota. Like, where did they find a mall like that in Minnesota? Literally, the Mall of America. I was gonna say the Mall of America oh, in Minnesota. Is that in Minnesota? Way to go, Riley. Oh, like the mall. The big mall. <laughs> where did the they find a nice mall? mall? I, well, they have a nice big mall. I don't know if that was the Mall of America's though. I don't know, either. but. It was, but it was funny to answer that question. <laughs> That's that fair. I didn't realize they put the Mall of America in Minnesota, though. It's Nothing else to do in Minnesota. I like the way you phrased it as though someone planned, where's the best place to put this mall? And not Minnesotans being like, well, I don't want to go outside much. What if we put a bunch of stuff inside? <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. But yeah, so those, all those, a lot of crimes being committed there, like, Yep. I don't know. I sure. feel like he has the kid break the window. <laughs> he's just like causing mayhem. He's like, all right, let's this. cheat a bunch by like falling down. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily a crime, but it's not ethically great. No. It's not ideal. It's not a good look for our boy Gordo. No. no. 
And then he somehow does learn something, but it's just to be really mean to his boss who paid $15,000 to support quack, his team. Quack, 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 quack. That's, yeah, and I guess in the boss's defense, he's like, well, this is an important client. I donated $15,000 to your little weird project. They definitely The Hawks are going to, like, cheat, though, because they do say, like, they know he's not supposed to be on the team, and he's like, well, we'll just have them change the lines next year to keep him. And I was like, you can just make them change the lines so you have all the good players? Well, they changed the lines. They said it was the previous year they had changed the lines. Oh, okay, okay. So before Gordon's time. Gotcha. No, I just was wondering like how often the lines change because it didn't seem like that big of a deal to just change them again. I assume it was because right, they were like, yeah. oh, we're rich. We can make them change them again kind of thing. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's the principle of the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. But it was still such a dick move to be like, I'm going to put up this big sting and get this kid removed from his team that he loves. Yeah. I Ten-year-olds are not think, old. No, I, th- I no, yeah, it sucks that it all falls on the kid, but yeah. it's definitely like they, what, what they grade knew they were doing wrong. It was like fifth or sixth, I think. I think it's fifth grade. Fifth grade is at the point where like kids would still cry in school sometimes. So yeah. These kids are definitely <laughs> older than 10, but a lot of them aren't. I feel yeah. like they just should Wait, have... How old is Danny Tamborelli in this movie? Because he looks like he's four. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like they just should have switched it where like the Hawks were trying to take one of their players by change. They were like, see, we found out one of your players was in the wrong district and now we're going to take your best player. And then it would make a little more sense. They could have just like... You like just kind of like shifted the argument because it, I I don't know it just didn't. You're looking for it, a lot of equity in this kid's movie. It was a dick move, but Gord, Gordy's a dick. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, I'm so surprised you guys are coming. I I think it's pretty clear that the Hawks knew that they they were in the wrong here and they did it anyway because he was the best player in the league. Yes. Oh. Okay. But the person who's paying for it is the poor ten year old kid. <laughs> Who probably? Yes, but it's his it's his parents' fault for like letting him them cheat with him. Yeah, right. The dad probably was like, "No, he's not going to play for this crappy hockey team. Let me see if I can get him on this other one." Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll take your kid. He's fucking great." Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, but still, feel bad for the kid. Yeah, of course you feel bad for. He's the, kid. the one suffering. He didn't do anything wrong. He ended up in the hospital. Yeah, he got fucked up. <laughs> that that scene is always so funny to me when the other hawk who like isn't that into like trying to murder people at the age of ten, um, is like, "What did you do?" And the other guy's like, "My job, yeah. sweep the leg." <laughs> yeah, at least they're high schoolers. Yeah. These, like I said, some of these kids are older than ten. They're not in high school. No, it's like you are ten, you do not have a job. <laughs> The yeah. stakes are not that high. And that guys. kid just kind of like slides a little bit and like bumps his head a little bit on that pole. Someone Banks else. Banks is out, man. Yeah, Banks is done Banks after that. Banks is done. He's going to take him out on a stretcher with like a ventilator. Me. <laughs> yes. After in a previous scene, someone got hit in the head with a puck so hard, their like helmet looked like it was in a car wreck. That kid's fine. This kid bumps his head a little bit. Oh my God. This is done. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I love it. Yeah, I do too. Great movie. I got to talk about Hans. Yeah, we got to talk about Hans. So he's he's just pan-Scandinavian is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So Hans, very mythical. They really, every time he comes in, it's made clear that he is very important. But they don't establish anything to make him very important. They just are like, he, this guy, look at him. He's just weird. He's made to be real important. Very little development. But... I'm thinking he's supposed to have more because he's um I don't know if you noticed he's second build. 
Yeah. Nah, nah, see if you did that. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Oh my quack, god. Quack, they quack. Don't, they don't was this whole to... thing just so you could do that? <laughs> no, I just noticed immediately that he was second build, and I was like, that's yeah. weird. They don't need to give him a magical backstory because he just lives in a fucking castle for some reason. <laughs> this is the world's most successful ski shop. Like I, I saw they shot the, the building. I was like, oh my god, are they gonna say that Gordon Bombay lives here because he's a lawyer? And then it was like, no, this is there's a, a sporting good store. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Minnesota, what else do they do? A lot of winter sports. <laughs> a lot of winter sports. Just straight up out of a fairy tale. And then, like, they really proved me wrong by having the hockey team go and spend seven grand there in one night. <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately. 15, seven, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, Han's very, very mythical. Like, he, I don't know. It. It wouldn't have surprised me if in the end he like faded away or something. <laughs> it turns out he wasn't real or something like that. I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> there was no hockey shop. What? Yeah. <laughs> they just stole all those. I, all wouldn't, that gear. I wouldn't have been surprised, really. <laughs> gave the kids a bunch of roller skates. They rolled into the hockey shop in the mall and rolled out with a bunch of jerseys. Jeez. <laughs> he was never a lawyer. He was just some drunk on the street. <laughs> Well, we're a coach now. What are you trying to sell us drugs? This is, that this is makes more sense. Get out of your shopping cart, man. This is all just what happens as he's dying and his like the last synapses firing in his brain. This, to completely steal it, the Jacob's Ladder scenario bit from uh, how did this get made? Hans not in D two. He is in D three, which I haven't watched in a good long time. I don't know what he does in D three. Probably dies and gives him inspiration to win at the last game. Same thing with Charlie's mom. I knew she wasn't in D two, but she is in D three. <laughs> she comes back fucking pissed. She's a bit of a <laughs> rough patch. <laughs> what I the PR lady. <laughs> the fact that they add in this like romance in here too, like that was the only part of the movie that I didn't immediately predict. Like from the beginning, I could have like probably written out this plot with 90% accuracy except like I didn't expect that he was also going to fall in love with one of this single mom you know what I mean I I can't really say I predicted it because I like I said I had seen it as a kid but as soon as she was like giving him the business about being on the ice I was like oh they're gonna fall in love see I didn't realize until they make it clear that she is a single mom as soon as they made it clear she's a single mom I was like oh okay like you're why you're stay for dinner yes like, oh okay yeah <laughs> Charlie is way too into this dude banging his mom <laughs> Like he's a little bit. He's really like, yeah, go for it. Like, wow, this is a weird wingman situation. (laughs) This is what she likes. These are our deepest secrets. Yeah, he's he's a little too into it, but I get it. And it's not. He seems to like have not even really remembered his dad. Kind of the way he phrases, like I was told that we left him. Yeah. Um. So he just like wants (laughs) some kind of dad figure. I guess in and in like an early 90s disney movie sense that's as deep as they can really go yeah i don't know that's true maybe not as deep as they can go but as deep as they will or should yeah um i don't know they used to yell a lot and sometimes he hit her yeah (laughs) was slow-mo cameras just bad in the 90s i felt like all the slow-mo was really like choppy (laughs) did you notice that because slow-mo is real nice now it wasn't actually a slow-mo camera they had the characters prove extra slow because <laughs> <laughs> mm. it was it was like choppy almost like it was missing frames i was like i can't were cameras just not good yet i do not know that's a bad question no i mean they could they could certainly have made it look less um soapy 
you know, on the, like the lens is, you know, a little out of focus or whatever. Uh, I think this is just how they wanted it to look because the, the, the slow-mo scenes, it's not like when they're in fast motion that it's like all kind of, you know, gauzy. So I think it's how they wanted it to look. Mm, okay. That's what they wanted. To what they wanted. They got it. What they, they got it. I was um also surprised they didn't mention the name of the team for so long. Because I assumed they were the Ducks the whole time. Or the Mighty Ducks. Until we're like halfway through Mr. the movie. Five. Yeah, and halfway through the movie they hadn't like said it. I was like, wow, I'm really surprised they haven't said their name. And then the next scene was him talking to the the head lawyer, Ducksworth, or whatever. And I was like, oh, they aren't called the Ducks yet. I, I, I see what's happening here. I do love that they keep the Ducksworth name for the next three movies, even though like... <laughs> they like it, man. And then in the second one, they're like Team USA, but then they, they're they not doing so well in their game against Iceland or whatever. So they go to the locker rooms and they come back with the Duck uniforms on. But they're not the ones from this movie. They're just like the Anaheim Ducks uniforms from the NHL. <laughs> Fantastic. Because, you know. Who did synergy, you steal these from? <laughs> synergy. I think they're, they're the Ducks again in D3, right? They're always the Ducks. Okay. Right? I, I haven't seen D3 in so long. Apparently Charlie's mom's there <laughs> mad at Emilio Estevez. <laughs> I know they're in some kind of school or boarding school situation, and I literally don't remember anything else. Nice. It's okay. I think it's okay. Charlie does not come back for, so far at least, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Why not? A bunch of the other kids do, but not him. I, mean, I know Joshua Jackson still has like a career and stuff I was, to do. I so. was going to say, a lot of the other ones didn't have much of a career, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, some of them do. I mean, Marguerite Moreau is in Wet Hot American Summer. She's really good in that. We'll do that in, in our month where we do summer camp movies. <laughs> I mean, the kids have to be like in their mid twenties at this point. So, I, what is the the newest? The movie's movies? thirty years old. Jesus! So they got to be in their forties, yeah, mid twenties. <laughs> so they got to be at least. It's been at least eight years since this movie came out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Times are weird. It's like that time you thought The Departed was a period piece because of their cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't know what you meant. <laughs> Whatever. I thought it was like 80s. I have really bad concepts of time. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's very clearly super. I feel bad. Phone. I hope you don't feel like I'm picking on you. I just think it's very funny. I do. I just the combination Dude. of the phones and the real bad racism and homophobia. I was like, oh, this has to be the 80s. Yeah, Boston like, cops too famous for their tolerance <laughs> and busy these yeah. days. Dude, this movie, like, I could have easily guessed it's 30 years old just because look. Look how old Michael J. Fox is now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you know. When I looked up him and I saw that exact picture, I was like, oh, that looks nothing like the person I saw in the movie. <laughs> oh, but what are they doing in the newest one at like 40 years old? So I, I haven't watched the new series, but apparently it's was somewhat interrupted by COVID. And so there's not really like a big reunion thing. and Or, or there is like the original plan was for some of the older generation to kind of drop in throughout the season, but they couldn't do it that way because of COVID. They all had to come in at once. I don't know. It's something like that. So I think, I guess there's just like one episode where a bunch of them, they come back for like uh, some kind of awards night and for, you know, Minnesota youth hockey or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I like my plot way better. <laughs> yeah. Like checking that. like 10 year olds. I just want to see them all as washed out adults because this was like the most famous they ever were. So they were like drinking beers and like slamming bucks around. <laughs> yeah. They're all coaching now. Like court ordered. <laughs> They're all court ordered. <laughs> Terrible records. Can't get hired anywhere besides coaching children. Anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. <laughs> the... One weird thing, the kids in this movie, I mentioned before, Danny Tamborelli is like the really tiny kid, Tommy Duncan, right? Tommy and Tammy. They have combined two lines in the movie. Yep. But uh, Adventures of Pete and Pete's already on air at this time, so I don't know why he's not a bigger... It's like a really small part for him, considering he's like on his own Nickelodeon show at this point, whatever. Hmm. I didn't know he was. I'm wondering why they don't do more figure skating moves in hockey, because that seemed to be really effective. They shouldn't like, do anything. <laughs> that part was like so ridiculous. Just Show them something just they've never shown before. Whoa. Yeah, never seen that, because that's not a hockey move. <laughs> yep, no, nah, okay, I'm just going to keep going. We're going to have to stay away from you because you have a blade of death coming out. So what I wanted to do this movie is is uh, at least twofold, if not trifold. We'll see how many folds we get to. First off, though, I did want to get in a movie that is a lot more of a standard tropey sports movie. So this one, they suck at the beginning. There's some montages. They get better. Then they go to a championship game at the beginning. It's not going so well, but then they start playing better. But then their star player gets hurt and. They come back and they win in the end because of their grit and stick to itiveness. Um, layered at the same time with uh, the Emilio Estevez stuff, where uh, I'm, I'm grumpy at the beginning. Uh, I'm gonna, but then he not he doesn't have a son, but he basically liar liars his way through. Like you know, also a lawyer movie. Um, learns something about his son and bonds with like a kid but it's like a son figure and kids and they both have daddy issues learns to care about something outside of himself. Right. So I wanted to do something like really tropey and, and kind of uh, sticky in that way. So I'm glad we did this. It was very much says that very, (laughs) this one was very by the book for a movie like this. Yes. Yes. It's very much so satisfying when you're like, Ooh, I bet they're going to do a montage. Mm, They they hit like they soft hands made sure to go through and, hit all those points they wanted to make sure they had all their ducks in a row before this thing was done. Uh, A long walk, but you got there. (laughs) I got there. (laughs) It was more of a waddle. (laughs) Oh, slow waddle. (laughs) Our listeners are going to revolt. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the soft hands thing because all I could think of that scene. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) When they were doing the soft hands thing with the ice, I was like, wow, you just cracked a bunch of eggs on freezing cold ice. Like, who's going to clean that up? That's a nightmare for some poor janitor. Did did you guys get actual ducks out here? (laughs) And it's definitely shared use. They're not like renting out their own entire building. So they get like an hour of ice time, and then whoever's up next is like, God, what the hell? It's like, I'm glad I got 15 grand so I could spend $200 on eggs. I've got a beginner class out here, and they already have to hold on to the weird cones. Now you're putting literal eggshells all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I just love that. And then they do the next shot, and it's just magically gone. I'm like, who cleaned that? Hans. <laughs> the driver. <laughs> yeah, the driver. You might as well make yourself useful. If you're here. You don't know anything about hockey. Legally, you can't interact with the children. You haven't passed any background checks or anything. Yeah, I think he only ever high- high-fives Gordon, right? And he's just like, mm, can't touch the kids. So. <laughs> I think all the kids are pushing around on like a chair or something at one point on the ice, aren't they? Maybe. Maybe. 
I I definitely had that thought of like, ooh, you can't do that when um uh what's his name? Michael J. Fox is chasing down uh Fulton and he like grabs him. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like you can't do that with kids anymore. No. Uh they're, they're, that's a cul-de-sac. There's nowhere for that conversation to go, but it's just something I noticed. Well then he has his big moment of like, I can't skate, okay? It's like, well, I can teach you to skate. It's like, oh, that's it. That's <laughs> not a problem. That's your whole thing. Like <laughs> next scene, he's fine. <laughs> can't you also teach your other kids to shoot? <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Not kids like got that. a cannon for some reason. I, yeah, like every time he shoots, everyone like jumps out of the way. <laughs> so you're hockey players. You're not supposed to do that. That is one fun thing. So this comes out on, on the last couple episodes. I've been talking about watching Sam Raimi's movies because Blank Check's doing Sam Raimi series. And uh, so with that in mind, I obviously thought when they're doing the the camera on top of the puck as it's going towards the net, very it's very Sam Raimi cam. Uh, that's a Raimi thing. So it's just other people do it too. But just because that's my frame of reference of what I'm watching recently, it was definitely sparked that for me. Uh, the other fold I wanted to um, tuck into is uh, the cultural impact, <laughs> whether manufactured or organic, that this movie had. Um, Disney was all in on Mighty Ducks. There was an animated TV show that went with it. Obviously, 1993 is the, uh, the, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, uh, a team owned by Disney that has, that launched at least with... Um, like a cartoon hockey mask in the shape of Donald Duck's face as their logo. Um, yeah, it's weird that like Disney can own sports teams. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like they should be able to. But whatever, a little bit of everything, or a little bit of everything. A lot of everything. It just feels like they became the villains in real life. Yes. So this is such a huge thing. Disney is so all in. They have all this stuff going, and so I feel like this is why one of the main reasons why I watched this so many times as a kid, just it's on Disney channel a lot when I'm young and growing up and stuff. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So congrats on you guys for escaping the ubiquity of this because it was, it just felt like it was everywhere. I even like vaguely remember the cartoon. So I think hockey was just a really hard sell for kids because like schools didn't pay for equipment. So if you were going to be on a hockey team, your parents had to drop like 600 bucks to get you geared up to go play hockey. Well, you yeah, could you also wake use up at, like, old newspapers too. instead of pads, they said. <laughs> yes. Oh, copies of the National Enquirer yes. taped around your body. Poor Goldberg. <laughs> No wonder he's afraid of a puck. He's yeah. literally getting leg fractures. <laughs> Hockey was having a moment. Uh, late 80s, Gretzky goes to L.A. So especially, you know, Disney being a California company, they they probably got caught up in that uh, the King's fever. Is that was that the original one in California? Not the Florida one? Uh, Disney. Yeah, that's where that's where Disney is. Like they're their actual like production studios and stuff. Gotcha. 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 Yep. But yeah, obviously I've heard like plenty about the Mighty Ducks. I didn't know much about actually what happened in this movie other than like the regular pretty standard. sports plot. Yeah, the regular I, I do plot. wonder if it's one of those situations where I, when people think about Mighty Ducks, they might be thinking more about D2. Because I feel like a lot of the references are more D2. Because I was thinking like, oh yeah, Ducks fly together. That's not in this movie. That's, that's, that's D2. Yeah, the Flying V is in this one. Flying V is in this one and it's pretty cool. But... I feel like they put a finer point on that in D2 also. So I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know any of that. So. Yeah. Now you're fine. Um, it's funny which kids stick around because 
It's not all of them, but it is some of them. And the whole conceit of the second one is that Gordon Bombay is putting together the United States team. Mm -hmm. So he has presumably the entire country to pick from. And half of the team is still this team. (laughs) Who was terrible like a year before. (laughs) Talks of a feather. And a bunch of like other people come in and are like, yeah, these are ringers. These are literally the best hockey players in America. (laughs) And like, I think they still start Goldberg over the goalie that comes in. (laughs) It's like, he was afraid of pucks until 10 months ago. (laughs) But because the other goalie is a girl, they don't play her until the final game. Oh my goodness. They got gumption though. That's what they got. I guess so. I think Charlie's on the bench for pretty much all of D2. Which, which is the only thing that's realistic, and it is pretty funny. <gasps> the world. Because they just have much better players at that point to pick from. <gasps> Banks plays, though. I think Banks is a pretty big part of D2. Well, uh-huh. Banks seems like he, one of those almost, kids that gets, like, personal training in the offseason yeah. by, like, real hockey coaches, not washed-up drunk lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because it's one of those things, like, it's like an Avengers thing where they're still trying to serve, like, well, Charlie was... One of the main characters, like the main character in the first movie. So we're still trying to make time for him. But like now Keenan Thompson's in the movie and he's a much more famous child actor. And so we yeah. got to make time for him. And then there's a kid from Texas with a lasso and a cowboy hat on. And well, we got to get him on the ice, too. You yeah. know? Where did you even play? <laughs> he lassos the puck. He lassos that puck. Anyway, there's nothing in the rule with, books that says you can't lasso the puck. I mean, what do you mean? Where do you play? He played with the what was the professional team in the movie? Yeah, yeah. The, after the North Stars moved to Dallas, <laughs> yeah, he played, I just like glanced practiced over that. with them. The uh, the end of this movie is some of the most blatant and shameful sequel baiting. I think even even for a kids movie. Oh yeah, where he's getting <laughs> on and shameful. <laughs> where Emilio Estevez is getting on the bus to go to the minor league team. And then he like pokes his head back out the door and he goes, well, (laughs) we'll see you next time, folks. No matter what. (laughs) I will be coming back for the sequel. Studio's already signed. Half of these kids will not say goodbye. (laughs) Also, your mom's not hot enough. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to find a more natural blonde for the sequel. It was really... And the fact I'm like, wait, you're quitting being a very, very talented lawyer to try out for minor league hockey. And you're, how old are you? You said you're like 40 or something. He's like, well, the kids are going to be half my age, but that should be fine. It's like, you're going to break a hip. (laughs) I looked it up. I think he's in like his thirties, right? Because he's whatever, a 10 year old and then it's 19 years later. Okay. Okay. I guess so. I just, they said he's like 10, 12, 13, whatever. So he said they were going to be half his age. So I assumed he's playing 20 year olds and he's 40. I think that's just a thing to say. Just like about, but, um, I, uh, I had to look it up like immediately after the movie ended. And I was like, what is the average salary of a minor league hockey player? It's not great. Today it's $52,000. So back then it probably was like, what, like 30 K maybe. Yeah. It's not ideal. Well, he doesn't need his car anymore. Now that his license is suspended. (laughs) No, he got it back right before he told his boss to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like I like the framing of it. Not so much as he's following his dreams, but that he has no other options in life. 
like, well, every don't. door is closed to me. And every application I fill out, they go, ooh, arrests. I don't know. <laughs> drunk driving arrest. You got fired from your last. Uh, you can't even drive to this job. I don't know what you want us to do for you. Yeah. How are like, you going to get to a courthouse? <laughs> undefeated so like, lawyer well, I don't care I can either sleep on the freezing cold streets or I can attempt to play minor <laughs> league hockey the, per- the perpetual winter of the twins I applied to some jobs at the mall but after I ransacked yeah. it none of them will hire you can't, me it's like applying I'm to the same from the mall <laughs> can't get hired in the food court they remember his face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't let this guy or his minions <laughs> Low on options. The sporting goods store has like a. I new, wanted to, when well, you buy like roller skates, they're like zip tied, so you have to cut them when you get home. Wanted yeah. to consider working for Hans, but it turns out he wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to tell the story of my profile picture on Discord. Um, have I told you guys this before? No, I've wondered what it was before. Cool. It's the Iceman. Iceman. 1993, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. They put like a butt rock song out at the same time. You should look it up. It's very funny. They had their first ever season opener. The owners were there, which means Disney executives, and they had really done it out. There's like this huge Broadway themed show on ice to like kick everything off. There's like a light show and they have one primary mascot who looks like Donald Duck, but with a hockey mask on basically. It's terrifying. And then they have a secondary mascot who was supposed to be more for like you know, the young men in the audience, not for kids, this guy emerging from the back of like a weird modified Zamboni is a man with a with a ball cap, sunglasses and like a spacesuit looking weird, like silvery leather jacket, completely painted in chrome like a war boy from Fury Road. And it's Iceman. And everyone hates it. <laughs> and then he's up in the crowd in for the next period. He's like trying to get the crowd fired up and stuff. Um, and the Ducks are losing badly. They're getting it's their first night as a team. They're getting their asses handed to them. It's canon. He's supposed to go out again in between the second and third period for the second intermission. The owner of the team says, "Fuck that guy. I never want to see him again." The guy gets fired on the spot, never to appear again, and that's the story of Iceman. Amazing. They put so, him on ice only to return another day. And then the Ducks came back and won? <laughs> they did not. No. And Iceman, that was like, you know, you feel for these people. It's like the people who work as like entertainers in theme parks, right? This guy was I think he was like a Disneyland you know, walk around character. Or he was one of the guys who does the shows at Disneyland. He probably thought like, I'm fucking ice man. Yeah. I've got it made. He woke up that morning. He's like, this is it. This is your big this shot. Is National TV. He's probably in makeup for like a three hours. <laughs> and, uh, this is going to lead to big things, big things. And he, he lost his job before the end of the first game. <laughs> Just because the ducks were playing so bad. I imagine he's got his own like B movie backstory where his like wife yeah. is gonna leave him if he doesn't get his shit together. And he's like, no, <laughs> this is gonna be it. This is my big break. 
And I apologize if that's in any way inaccurate, but think of it this way. You didn't care until I started telling that story, so don't be mad if I got it wrong. Yeah. Just that's how I feel about all facts on this podcast. Just enjoy the story, man. <laughs> that's um, I only know about that because of Podcast The Ride. I don't remember if it was a main feed or a Patreon episode, but they did a whole episode about opening night for the Anaheim Ducks, and that was by far the funniest part. So, uh, you know, shout out to yet another podcast that has... A Listenership that completely dwarfs ours. For now. We're the Ducks. For now. now. Quack. 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 Sometimes I forget to mention what episode's up next. Sometimes they haven't been planned yet. So on the rare occasion that I remember and that it has been planned, I should say next week's draft day. We mentioned it earlier, but in case you skipped to the end for some weird reason, if you want to watch that before then, um, last time I watched it, it was just online for free. Not even like you have to (laughs) subscribe to anything. (laughs) I think I just found it on some free service just through Google. So there you go. That's where it might be streaming. People won't even pay to see this one. <laughs> Kevin Costner. We get to talk about how much he loves adult films. Loves watching adult films. The postman himself. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at late to the movies underscore podcast. For the longest time, I've been saying underscore pod. It's not that. <laughs> it is late to the movies underscore podcast. That's the number two, not two spelled out. Uh, no one's corrected me on it, I was so I guess say, you guys I, have been finding it fine anyway. I think it probably autofills to the correct thing if you only get to pod, whatever. Yeah, it is podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can find us on Gmail, late to the movies podcast at gmail.com. Um, anything, any other places? You can get us on LinkedIn if you want to make a business connection. <laughs> we um, are not on, on on Friendster, MySpace, we just updated the song on our profile page. WhatsApp, of course. What's WhatsApp? Um, we have an only. Yeah, we just started a Vine account. Yeah, we have an OnlyFans. We have an OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. We also do dick rates. Yeah, this is the best way to end one of the few kids' movies we've covered on this podcast. Absolutely, just stellar. You can rate and review us if you still want to on uh, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> on Spotify, they have a they have a rating feature now, so uh, you know make use of that if you if you please. And uh, I don't know what else has ratings. I'm sorry. There's only like three reviews on Apple Podcasts, and there's been at least twenty people who have been on the show. <laughs> I, I haven't reviewed yet. I don't even have Apple Podcasts. I'm only 30 Just episodes in. iTunes for free. <laughs> I'm only 30 episodes in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, don't want to commit to a rating yet. It's episode 32. You've been on 31 and 32. Might take a hard turn in one of those. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, All it right. does. He, he asked for a rating. Just don't be upset when you see it. No, rate us five stars or don't at all. <laughs> It'll crush our spirit. You have so much power. You're, you're like 25% of the entire rating if you rate us next. So, oh, don't tell him that. You We're going to so get much power. bombed. So much power. All right. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Quack. Quack. Quack.